0: This is Sports and Torts with David Spada and Elliot Harris
1: on talkzone.com. Welcome back. I'm Elliot Harris. In the studio here with Nadia Larissa, we have David Spada sequestered in a condo in downtown Chicago. And on the phone, we have Bobby Wanzer. For those of you who may remember the Rochester Royals, he was one of the star guards back in the 1950s. Bobby, how are you?
0: Dandy, fine, thank you.
1: It's been a while since uh, you've been in the NBA, but some of us can remember you back in those days. And uh, you were even around before the NBA. It was the NBL, I believe it was called, right?
0: Right, correct. (laughs) That was quite a while ago.
1: You and George Mikan and uh, some of those folks...
0: Uh, Pollard and uh, Arnie Risen and uh, Davies and Servi, uh, quite a few really good ball players.
1: Yeah, I, re- I remember Bob Davies, Al Servi, and uh, you were behind them in the Royals lineup. How did you make your way I- into the starting lineup?
0: Well, I guess uh, maybe age was a fact, and, and Servi left uh, to become coach of uh, the Syracuse
2: Nationals. Uh, Bobby, David Spade here. I see that uh, you were part of the first All-Star game, what, 1952? Did you go to the reunion this year out in L.A.? Uh,
0: no, I didn't. Uh, I was in Florida playing a little golf.
1: It's a rough life out there. Oh, yes. You know, if, if I'm 89, I, I wouldn't mind be playing golf. I'd settle for miniature golf in, in, in Florida, anything like that.
0: Uh, no, as long as I keep moving, uh, I'm okay. I no one can get a good shot at me. Oh,
1: that's good. How's your golf game?
0: Well, it's not what it used to be. I feel that I'm standing near the ball every time I hit it. But but again, I guess that goes with age.
1: Now, you were on a team with Red Holtzman. Most of us just think of Red Holtzman as a legendary coach. How was he as a ball player?
0: Oh, Red was a very highly intelligent ball player, he was a good ball player. He's uh, a good defensive ball player, and a heck of a passer. Uh, I learned quite a bit from Red. And uh, Red knew, knew the game inside and outside.
1: Could you tell that someday he'd be a coach?
0: Well, I, I really did because uh, he, he was so smart. Uh, matter of fact, uh, he came to Seton Hall. Uh, the Royals did to work out in those days... Uh, they could work out against the colleges. And I wanted to guard Red because I knew he was such a smart ball player. And uh, I learned quite a few things from good moves, timing, you know, change of direction. So uh, Red was, uh, as I said, really
2: a highly intelligent ball player. Nice. I see. Go ahead, David. I see that. Uh they said that you and Bob Davies formed probably the, one of the top backcourts of all time. What do you think about that?
0: Well, we're very pleased uh, to read about it. Uh, time has gone by, and I think there's been quite a few great ball ballplayers backcourt since our time. But even to be mentioned uh, is always welcome.
1: Did you guys enjoy going up against Kuzi and Sharman in the Celtics?
0: Oh, yes, uh, uh, we did. It was it was always a close battle, uh, but then it kind of evened, uh, well, in their favor when they obtained Russell. He kind of changed the whole game.
1: Now, as a New York guy, did you ever say to yourself, gee, I wish I was on the New York Knickerbockers?
0: Well, I, I often thought of that because uh, growing up in New York, I played so many high school games at Madison Square Garden, Uh that you, you, know, you always wonder what would have happened. But I was really happy in Rochester.
1: You got to be player-coach. You, you don't see that anymore. Is, you think that will ever happen again?
0: No, I don't think. It's, it's too hard, uh, especially if you're a guard and you're guarding someone. You can't see what's going on behind. And uh, I think those days are gone forever.
1: Nowadays, you have players who who want to coach but but play, but they don't want to do all the coaching involved. They want to tell the coach what to to tell the other players.
0: Well, I think it's gotten so individual in some senses that uh, 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 there's not much the coach can
2: do. Bob, when you were coaching the Royals, you were the coach when Maurice Stokes suffered that debilitating injury that basically left him paralyzed in a coma for months. Was that the reason you got out of coaching in the NBA? Well, uh,
0: when when I lost Stokes uh, and then uh, uh, Dick Ricketts quit and uh, George King left the team, we were kind of really shy of talent and uh, we, we got off to a really bad start and like all coaches, I was fired and then I... Started coaching at college, and uh, I was very happy. Uh, the kids, no, we were at a Division three school, no, no scholarships, and uh, it was an academic school. So it, it was a pleasure working with the kids. They came every day to play. So I, I was not never again interested in g- getting back into the professional game.
1: Now I see you shot. Uh better than 90% from the free throw line the first uh, pro player to, to do so how, how do you accomplish something like that for those of us who are free throw challenged
0: well I, uh, I worked at it real hard every day uh, I uh, would take a certain amount of foul shot. in high school in the championship game when it came down to the uh, final seconds I missed uh, uh, a couple of fouls and Fortunately, we did win the game, but from then on, I I said, I'll never let it happen again, so I worked extra hard every day at the foul line.
1: Who was the best player you ever played against?
0: Well, I I guess uh, I would have to say, I really never played too much against Russell. I would have to say George Mike. and then the best backcourt man, I think, was Cousy.
1: Yeah. Cousy, you look at Cousy's game and you say he he could be in the NBA today with what he was able to do back in the in the 50s back then
2: uh, most probably most probably uh, do you do watch today's thank do you watch today's game at all yes i do uh, who are you rooting for in these playoffs
0: well living most of the uh the winter in Florida i've come to like the heat a little bit but uh I don't know if they'll get by Chicago. <laughs> uh, Chicago has some size inside, and uh, they're pretty tough.
1: All righty. Well, thank you. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Continued That's... success with your golf game.
0: Well, thank you very much. It was my pleasure.
1: All righty. That was Bobby Wanzer, the former Rochester Royal All-Star Guard. And we have David Spade is still in the condo. Are you still on? in the of Okay, we have Nadia Larissa still in the studio.
2: Still here. I'm still in the d apartment in the sky.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. So we have this letter here from Hugh Hefner to Nadia, thanking her because... He's gave- a
3: U of I alumni, so I had the whole team last year sign the football. So- and then a photo of the girls, and then I sent it to him directly to the mansion. And then... Um, he sent me this letter, which was pretty awesome. I was really excited about it.
1: That's impressive. Right
3: directly to my house. <laughs> Ooh.
1: And Have you is- ever met Hefner?
3: Yeah, several times. I have a couple, a few photos, and you know, when I was there, um you know, shooting, I met him. At the mansion? Yeah, I'm going back to LA in a few weeks, and I'm going to see if I can stop by the mansion as well. So
1: doing anything uh, particular out there? Well,
3: I'm actually I do. I have a photo shoot scheduled, and then I'm also going to be on Sirius XM Radio. So the Playboy station. They want me to come out there and talk about all my. You know the vixens and the lingerie issue. So you,
1: you couldn't talk to them by phone. You had to be there in person. Yes,
3: you've got to be in studio. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it's it's much more impressive, David. I'll try to to explain to you how much more impressive some other time. <laughs> you
2: don't. I, I could only imagine.
1: Yeah, and with your imagination, uh, well, well, let it run wild. De- definitely, <laughs> definitely. So I got
2: a I got a beef with Oprah.
1: I'll tell you what. Well, wait no, a I- What's that got to do with Nadia? <laughs>
2: you guys are mentioned basically she's got to go to L.A. to do a photo shoot. The President of the United States has to come and see Oprah. She doesn't go to the President. And now the playoff games are getting moved because Oprah's taping at United Center. I'm tired of this garbage. You'd
1: have to take it up with her or her people, I think. I don't think, uh, you know, she's she's big in the business. in uh, in unma- we'll, wait, well, you said it not uh, I but that I was thinking the same thing. But you know, she's got the United Center going to tape uh a last show or two there have 22,000 of her closest friends. <laughs> it should be interesting but uh you know, I don't think it matters to a lot of Bulls fans as long as the Bulls
3: win tonight.
1: Win, <laughs> make it into the uh, Eastern Conference Finals, take their chances against the big 3 of Wade James and Bosch we'll, we'll see how that all plays out remember early on how we were saying all oh, those guys aren't really meshing together David they they seem, know, they seem to have gotten it together
2: you know what though the Derek Rose I think can guard Wade and people forget that Deng and LeBron James are the same age and coming out of high school they were the top two players in the country and Deng seems to played pretty well against James and Bosch I'm not worried about because he's a head case kind of like boozer.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. he'll he'll make his occasional tip in like he did the other night, but he's not the the factor I think that they thought he would be when they signed him. It'll be interesting, assuming the Bulls can make it
2: that far. I hope so. so. Natty, Natty, are you going any of the games in the next round?
3: Yeah, well, hopefully I will. I'm not. I mean, I'm not. Can't promise anything, but you know, after they win tonight. I, I used to be a huge LeBron fan before he went to Miami. <laughs>
1: before the decision?
3: Yes, before his decision to take his talents to South Beach. I was a huge fan of LeBron. I actually, went to Milwaukee to see. And my friend bought me some tickets. My first game I've ever seeing him play. Um, you know, was Cleveland and Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, you're not know, Milwaukee and. He had the lowest scoring game of his career. They benched him the entire – he had like nine or six points, I think, that oh. game. So, you know, I haven't really seen him play live since. I'm kind of excited to see him play again. He was and,
1: probably distracted by you.
3: <laughs> you betcha. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm really excited to see, you know, my new favorite player, Derrick Rose, and then, you know, LeBron go at it and see what happens.
1: It'll be interesting mm-hmm. because you have a, a contrast of uh, – not only talents, but egos.
3: Definitely. Well, I don't think Derek has that big of an
1: ego. No, no, but you have LeBron on the one side with an ego bigger than uh, oh, yeah. South oh, yeah. Beach.
3: For sure. Yeah, yeah. So. It'll be
1: interesting. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, David, we're going to get you back in the studio next week, you think, or are you going to be ensconced in the condo? I'm supposed
2: to, I'm supposed to be golfing, but I think I'm going to skip the golf and be in studio because I want to break the record. We had our... Second oldest guy on with Bobby Waynes or 89. I interviewed Wyatt Tittle. I want to see if you could break the record. You think you could get someone 93 on the phone?
1: <laughs> We're working on it. We're working on it. A, a baseball Hall of Famer, perhaps?
2: Yeah, baseball We're, Hall of Famer, perhaps?
1: We'll, we'll see what we can do.
2: Or should we go for, like, a Tony Kubek and Bobby Richardson combo?
1: Mm, I don't know about that. We'll, we'll have to see. And you'll have to see next week when you tune in for Sports and Torts with David Spada and Elliot Harris.
3: Thank you so much for having me.
1: I would thank Nadia Larissa for coming into the studio, for bringing her magazines that uh, (laughs) we'll be perusing for the next uh, few hours. Thanks to Dave Olson, our producer. This is Sports and Torts, and see you next week.